Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with Ooh. me, Rufus. Hooray. And he's getting on a bit, but he's oh, still sassy. Yeah. And he lives with his three equally sassy and reasonably <laughs> old, but not that old friends. It's Howard G.G. Long. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Also, thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon who Thank continue you. to support us and make all of this possible. All of them, except one, all of them. <laughs> and especially, but also leastly, thanks to you for listening <laughs> to this show. And it's episode four of The Last Ooh. Olympian. And do you want to know if the story has started yet? Because I'm going to say it kind of hasn't. <laughs> yeah, it has. Um, <laughs> Samuel fell, wheeze out a window, goes to we work his, the chewing gums factory. Pipetting, um, yeah. Work a lot, burk a lot. Work a lot, burk a lot. Comes home, goes to a pub with a comedic name, right? And yeah, and, meets, um, and meets somebody. Well, he meets two people, Kofensi mm-hmm. and Megacles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the pub still pretty unclear about what's going on with them what oh. the relationship is but yeah he went to a pub he met uh, he had to go out of the back and talk to Kofensi and Megacles right alright you ready to get started Howard yes please Samuel says I follow the news, I know, and I hope, for all our stakes, the virus is dead. <gasps> then Kofensi shouts, it's in capital letters, so Kofensi says, Don't be a dick fuck, Samael. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the line. <laughs> Don't be a dick fuck, Samael. Stop being a dick fuck, okay? <laughs> Don't come into my bar and start being a dick fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I've told you before, if you come in here and be a dick fuck one more time, you're barred, okay? So stop being a dick Sorry, I'm sorry I was a dick fuck. <laughs> now, um, Kofensi says, don't be a dick fuck, Samael. You're supposed to be the smart one, remember? Yeah, because the opposite of smart is dick fuck. <laughs> the last person to die from the virus was when we were kids. Ooh. You know the score. We could still be carriers. I think the worry is that if we rejoin the EU, we might give them the virus. I guess so. He's pro-Brexit. You know the score, Kofensi. We've got to take just, our sovereignty wait, did he, back. Did he just, did he just make a, a fence appear then? Is that... <laughs> you know the score, Kofensi. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kazar as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. Shit, yeah. You know the score, Kazar. <laughs> made a fence appear. I, I, I might change my catchphrase from now on. Yeah. Kofensi! All right, brilliant. Do you want to hear my parrot impression while I'm here? Well, you want the volivant. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is. Oh, I could listen to the top yeah. I love it when you do your parrot impression. Kofensi mm. says, after, well, Samuel says, we could still be carriers. Mm. No, 
They keep us down because it suits them. Mm-hmm. They pretend we're carriers to secure their champagne lives. Mm. Ian Rex is a notorious racist. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> the city is 90% white meat. Ooh. He'll never change the law unless someone gives him positive proof the virus is dead. But who's going to do that? Samael says, mm, I put more faith in honesty and science than in threats and bombs. <laughs> and then Kofensi says, dick fuck. <laughs> again. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. D- and it's in capital letters again, so he's shouting, dick fuck, who am I threatening? You? <laughs> no, I'm asking for help. Bombs? Tush, his attitude changes very quickly. Oh, d- Dick for Kuma threatening you? No, I'm asking for help. Bombs, tush. Tush and tish to your bombs. I'm not talking about bombs. Tush. Tush, Samuel. He seems like a real gangster, this guy. Tush, he said. <laughs> tush. Samuel, I am beyond acts of terrorism. So, what do you want? You. Mm. I'm not for sale. Mm. I want. I want you. To go in. Ooh. Come on. Come on, go in. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Go on, go in. Go in. Go in. A bit further. A bit further. Down a bit. Down a bit. Oh, yes, that's the one. Oh, lovely. Kvanti! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want you to go in. Ooh. Samuel says, in? Where? <laughs> the city? I want you to work for biotech. I want you to get a job for me. <laughs> Do you mind getting a job for me? I want you to go. Go work for biotech. Mm. Ensure they reveal the truth. The virus is dead. Ooh. Ian Rex will have no choice. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Ian Rex will have no choice but to rescind the class system. Mm-hmm. He'll have to rescind... Oh, oh, you know, if you go and get a job, if you get a job, there'll be no more class system. That's how... That's the plot of this film, okay? You know, Ian Rex. Ian Rex is the one that keeps the class system going. But he's also got the power to just go, okay, no more classes, no more poor people, no more rich people, no more social classes. It's all fine now. We're all the same now because I've rescinded it. (laughs) Yeah, because you got that job. (laughs) Oh, no. Samael got a job and now there's no classes anymore. Now there's no social classes anymore. When you say class system, I suppose that's something very structured and organised, like a caste system that's being enforced constantly. It's not the kind of weird, stupid, ethereal thing we have now. Mm-hmm. I think the, it's, uh, it's something. there's a clue in the uh, title of the movie, actually. The Last Olympian. Mm-hmm. Is there? <laughs> yeah. What do, what do Olympians get when they go to the Olympics? Oh, Olymp- oh, sorry, I was thinking of Olympians as in the Olympian gods. Oh, right, no. I forgot that. Is Olympian someone who goes to the Olympics as well? Yeah. Shit. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I they're this not. Film was maybe gonna... they're not, and I just, I'm just bad. <laughs> I mean, that's very, very likely. I just, I so don't watch the Olympics, and I so do spend too much time reading Greek myths. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, I've got to say, I my idea of what this film was going to be about is, <laughs> was probably a lot more exciting than it actually is. The last Olympian, well, I thought it was going to be like the the final Olympia, the final Greek god kind of you thing. Thought you thought you were getting Clash oh, of like... the Titans, did you? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, yeah, it's going to be like Zeus versus Hades or something. You know? I'm afraid <laughs> I mean, not. 
There's no Greek gods in this script. Oh, shit. There's somebody okay. called Ian Rex. That's his... <laughs> and someone who did the, like, doing the ribbon at the Olympics. <laughs> they're the, but they're the only one left. Someone who was good at jumping. Mm. The Olympics is just jumping, right? Yeah. Have we said this before? I don't the Olympics know. is just different various types of jumping. jumping yeah. It is various forms of jumping. Mm. It, is a jump, it is a festival of jumping. <laughs> right? You jump into the water, you jump over a pole mm. using a different pole, mm-hmm. you jump into a sand pit, and whoever can jump furthest into the sandpit wins. Yeah, yeah. You run and jump. Yeah, exactly. Even running is just lots of little jumps. That's right. <laughs> Get on a horse, jump something on the horse. Yeah, absolutely. Play football, jump. Uh, like football is a lot of jumping. There's running involved as well, but that is lots of little jumps. Football is just a lot of jumping with a ball involved. Football is jumping with a ball. <laughs> Yeah. And in a sense, doesn't that ball do a lot of jumping itself? I guess um, it should be called jump ball. Jump, I guess <laughs> jumping is to um, to sports what um, uh, a pizza base is to a pizza. You know, you can't have a pizza without the dough. You can't have sport without jumping. This is not a pizza. This is just some tomatoey cheese. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just because you made it circular doesn't make it a pizza. Mm. It's not a pizza if you don't have the base, and it's not the Olympics if you don't have jumping. <laughs> Plus, if you just put tomato and cheese in your oven, it's just going to go straight through the rack and be on the bottom of the oven, isn't it? <laughs> so you've got to, you need the jumping. The jumping is, you can't have the Olympics without jumping. Now you've just got a dirty oven. You haven't got a pizza, you've got a dirty <laughs> oven, right? But if you have the bread, mm. you have the base, then you've got a pizza. Mm. And similarly with the Olympics, yeah. if you don't have the jumping, it's just a lot of people sitting around in leotards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. running under sticks instead of trying to get over them. You can't run because running is jumping oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It'd have to be that fast walking that people mm. do where you're not... The, the whole point is the reason it's not running is because you can't have both feet off the ground at the same time. I guess you whatever. could roll. It would just be people rolling around everywhere. <laughs> rolling <laughs> under things. Yeah, like all the gymnastics is all jumping. I suppose you could do some of the, like, horse stuff or the, you know, the gymnastics. <laughs> oh, no, that's On jumping. the horse when they're... How'd you get on the horse? No, no, but... Oh, shit. <laughs> Anyway, write in and tell us uh, which Olympic events you think are not actually just jumping in disguise. <laughs> yeah. right. We'll have a challenge. See how many Olympic events are not jumping. But mm. also, if you want to be on more on our side, yeah. which Olympic events that we haven't already mentioned do you think actually secretly are jumping? Obviously, things like diving and all gymnastics yeah. and and all the ones that are called something jump. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's, that's, those are the easy ones, but yeah, no, which others can you, can you <laughs> if, you, if you're at home thinking, well, I know one for certain, <laughs> F jumping, that's not jumping, you're wrong. <laughs> F jumping is definitely jumping. It's just jumping in disguise. <laughs> F jumping. In case you're confused, Howard <laughs> is referring to a, a long-standing joke that we make where the master in <laughs> Doctor Who disguises himself really well but then makes the foolish mistake of insisting (laughs) that whatever name he uses while he's in disguise is an anagram of the master (laughs) and eventually he runs out and he just goes around calling himself F master (laughs) that was more our little flight of fancy on the Uh, end and and Doctor but but Doctor Who still doesn't get it oh hey F master it's nice (laughs) to meet you let's go on a TARDIS adventure you're really clever what a nice beard you have Earth Mazda <laughs> and lovely black clothes. Is that your TARDIS over there, Earth Mazda? <laughs> oh, why are you killing me? Oh, my God, shit. <laughs> so, Kofensi wants Samuel to get a job so that they can rescind the class system. 
Good. <laughs> and Samuel says, Kventi! <laughs> that is the first line, the first word. Kventi! If I could work for biotech, I would, mm. believe me. Mm. But I'm as bronze as you. Mm. I may look silver, but fingers don't lie. Wow. That's a lot of words, wasn't it? Okay, so yeah, okay, so I can explain it all because that's what I we was saying before about the Olympians. Because okay. you said um, what the, about oh, the class yeah. system. The class oh, system is bronze, silver, gold. So the gold people are the best. Oh fuck! The silver people are like the middle class, and the bronze people all have to piss out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> and fingers don't lie. Is that uh, this is all in some kind of database? Yes. And to get into places, they have to yeah put their hand, their right hand, their right hand on a on a right hand reader. Yeah. And that says, oh, this is a bronze person. Don't let them in the good places. Yes, exactly. Okay. But he's saying, I may look silver because this is a super racist society and white yes. people tend to yeah, be yeah, yeah, middle class. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you think that's going to come across at this point in the film? Or do you use that? <laughs> are you, are you going to turn up and go, uh, okay, everybody, <laughs> I'm just going to need to explain this line that I've written because I haven't set much of this up yet. Or is it meant to be intriguing? Yeah, maybe it's meant to be intriguing. I don't think that you should have yeah. to understand what people are saying, no, so, long no, as the, no. so long as not everything <laughs> makes no sense, right? As long as it's not one of those movies where some people are making a time machine in the garage and like, you don't understand a word they say for half an hour and then like, I think I'll probably just turn this off. <laughs> All right, Kofensi says, Mortimer Sykes, a pro-chemist, a pro-chemist. I guess he gives blowjobs for rum. <laughs> he, it's hyphenated. He's hyphenated. It's, it's, it's hyphenated, which, means, which feels like it means he's like in favour of chemists. <laughs> <laughs> like the opposite of an anti-chemist. <laughs> you know Mortimer Sykes, he loves chemists. Yeah. He fucking, he thinks they're great. He's always, he's always going to chemist, uh, you know, chemist rallies and, Talking about who I think most them. people are pro-chemist, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've certainly never met anyone who's anti-chemist, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think I've met anyone who's pro-chemist either. I think the thing is, most people have never considered it, and so most people are kind of yeah. ambivalent about. Well, maybe our, maybe our, maybe our natural state we're not aware of it, but our natural state is pro-chemist, and we just we just maybe, don't know. Yeah. And he's so Kofensky really doesn't need to point this yeah. out because some of them. Mm, why are you pointing out that? That's like saying <laughs> Mortimer Sykes, a person who has a head. <laughs> Mortimer Sykes, a pro-chemist, was due to take a post at biotech, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he died. Ooh. So he probably hasn't got a head. <laughs> yeah. Samuel says, <laughs> you killed him. And Kofensi says, irrelevant, <laughs> dick fuck. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't say dick fuck this time, but he does. He should, yeah. He does shout it. Irrelevant. Mm. He's dead. We transplant the fingers of the right hand and his right eye to you. Ooh. Ooh. Ugh, body shock. Transplant. I mean, transplant his fingers. We're going I feel to do like a noticed. finger transplant. <laughs> a famous <laughs> finger transplant. <laughs> you know, you know that famous operation, finger <laughs> transplant. I mean, at least do the hand, right? Because if you do the fingers, when I mean, you're basically you're going to a place mm. like a high security place where they've got a hand print thing where you put your hand on the thing and I the mean, guard's like looking that. at your hand. We don't know that. That's just something hand. I said. That's, uh, you know. Do they notice the stitches in your fingers? They're like, uh, why Why are these Why are these obviously fingers that have been transplanted onto you? That seems highly suspicious. Also, you've got a black man's nose and a black man's fingers. What's going on? What's going on? You're a white guy. Shoot him. Shoot him in the head. Mm. <laughs> I think you should do the hand. 
I think I would worry about this much less if they were like, we're going to transplant your right hand with a dead man's hand. <laughs> I mean, it's, not for, it's not real, you know. It's not real, Rupert. You don't need to worry about poor no, Samuel having, having finger transplants. It's, I'm very worried about him because it's going to be obvious and the guards are going to notice. But if they do, if they do a whole tr- hand transplant, then all he has to worry about is if those hands used to belong to a murderer. <laughs> right? yeah. And then they start trying to murder people and him. Yeah. Like, uh, like happened to Michael Caine that time. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Samuel says, you killed him. And Kefensi says, irrelevant. Mm. He's dead. We transplant the fingers of the right hand and his right eye to you. Nobody's any the wiser, <laughs> as long as they don't look too closely and notice all those stitches on your fingers. <laughs> to all intents and purposes, you're him. You'll be a silver. Ooh. No, no way on earth. <laughs> it's insane. You're insane. Agreed. We have a qualified surgeon ready to... And then Samael says, Keffy, Keffy. <laughs> right? No, Keffy, my old friend Keffy. <laughs> Are you even remotely aware of what you're asking me? Yes. I, yeah, of course I am. I mean, I just said it. It's not like I could just... Oh, oh, shit. I didn't just ask you to cut your fingers <laughs> off and your eye out. I keep <laughs> I keep doing that. I stop paying attention for a few seconds and suddenly I'm asking someone to cut all their fingers off and replace it with a murderer. Yeah, it's because I've got a murderer's mouth <laughs> just speaking for me. Because yeah. I, lost, I lost my mouth in an accident. And I had to have it replaced with a murderer's. Now I go around saying terrible things to people. By the way, do you mind if I murder you? Mm. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't have a murderer's hands, so I only tell people I'm going to do it. Unfortunately, I'm like the head of a some kind of crime organisation, so I keep telling people to do terrible things, and they do it because I'm the boss. Anyway, surgeon, would you mind cutting this guy's hands off and replacing them with a murderer's, please? <laughs> Keffy, Keffy, are you even remotely aware of what you're asking me? Mm-hmm. You're the only one who can do it, Samael. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Look out there. He? Everywhere. Um, look at me. <laughs> this, this, this feels oddly familiar. Uh, <laughs> look out! I'm going to try and do it as it's meant to be because I don't think I'm giving. I don't think I'm being fair to it. Obviously, the way the way it's not meant to be performed is, look out there. He? Everywhere. Um, look at me. Sykes is white. Right. Um. Who's, oh, Sykes is the guy who mentioned earlier, right? Who was Sykes? He's a pro-chemist. Mortimer I mean, no, Sykes, he's, a pro-chemist. He, he's pro-chemist. Oh, he's the dead guy. He loves chemists. He's the guy who Samuel's going to take the identity of. He's a dead guy. He's plan, a dead right? chemist-loving guy. Right. So he's so Samuel's like, why me? Kofensi's, oh, you're the only one who could do it. Why? And Kofensi says, look out there. Hey? Everywhere. Hmm? Look at me. Wow. Sykes. Is white. That was a pretty amazing. There was some really good acting there. <laughs> what he's saying is, you, Samuel, you're the only white guy. Mm. And if I turn up a, a black guy with white <laughs> fingers, <laughs> putting my hand on a reader, going, mm. it's all fine. Don't worry. It's all. Look at me rings. You like me rings, just so you can't see the join. I'm wearing loads of rings. Yeah. They, they might, they might notice that. They might notice. Mm. Then wait, Kofensi. Wait. Why risk everything? Your life. Your life, mine. <laughs> uh, Biotech will prove the virus is dead. Your trust in your slavers is incomprehensible. Mm. You're not a better option. Kofensi looks wounded. Mm. Sammy, 
sometimes. Oh wow, they're both they're both really pally now, aren't they? Yeah. Kefi, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sammy, baby, <laughs> sweethearts. Sometimes the only way to bring change is to take extreme measures. Mm-hmm. Got to agree with him there. Yep. I mean, I don't know if that extreme measure should be cutting your own hand off. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's sorry, fingers. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't want to be too extreme. I'm not asking you to take the whole hand off, just your fingers. <laughs> just a finger, just a fingertips. Samuel shakes his head. Not me. <laughs> Samuel departs. The bodyguards return. Megacles, <laughs> that's the correct way to pronounce it. I'm doing that properly. Megacles says, What happened? Mm. What I expected, oh. says Covenzi. And that's the end of the scene. I'll tell you what happened there. I'll tell you what, exactly what happened there. The refusal of the call to adventure is what happened there. <laughs> what happened? Uh, <laughs> why did the hero say no and leave? <laughs> Don't worry. I've been reading Joseph Campbell's (laughs) The Hero with a Thousand Faces and this is supposed to happen. Now he'll go home and his aunt and uncle will be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Because I arranged for some droids to burn him up. I forget how he had some droids set him on fire. He'll get home and find he doesn't have an aunt and uncle anymore but he's got two very... (laughs) two pieces of toast. (laughs) Two two very crispy skeletons that uh, Ohio Grant's busy eating as he gets there and he's going to be very upset about that. Then he'll come back here and he'll say, oh... Kefensi, or it, it, actually, he'd be quite upset, so he might call me Kefi again. Be like, oh, Kefi, oh, my good friend Kefi, you were right. <laughs> I should have said yes when you said, Will you cut your fingers off and cut your eye out for me? <laughs> if only I'd said yes, maybe me aunt and uncle wouldn't be dead yeah. and skeletons on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being eaten by your higher grant. Mm. Our higher grant really should have turned up and eaten Uncle Owen and Aunt What's Name, right? Because they not they weren't just skeletons, they were cooked skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe he only likes them raw. Maybe he likes cold skeletons, yeah. yeah. Maybe Salmon he likes skeletons. Su- sushi skeletons, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I mean, George Lucas probably isn't aware. of. I think George Lucas <laughs> in the 1970s wasn't aware of Ohio Grant. Yeah, maybe not. Wanting to eat skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Samuel has refused the call to adventure and left Kofensi in the pub. Exterior, factory, day. The sun hangs high, another balmy day. Hmm. The white officer bats at flies with a fan. Hmm. Cut two. Interior, factory, day. The machinery hums and whirs. Cut two. (laughs) Interior office day. Samael works at his computer. Mm. A supervisor knocks and enters. He is a young black dude. I don't know why all the black characters are dudes in this, but they are. (laughs) With a very cute young Chinese woman. Mm. She is called Shin. The supervisor says, Samuel, this is Shin. She wants to be careful because, like, Kofensi, Kofensi will probably want to, like, um, um, amputate her and replace her with a different Shin. That's what I'm thinking, because <laughs> he's insane. Oh, well, I'm not sure where you were going with that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it's like waiting for something quite scary. <laughs> I'm going to amputate your Shin. Why? What am I doing that for? Because of biotechnology. This, because of all the shin, the shin detectors you need to, you, you've got to pass the shin detector. Oh, you've got, it's very, well, if you want to get to gold level, mm. you have to use a shin detector. And so I've got to amputate this woman. <laughs> <laughs> now, are, are you sure? 
Is this one of those situations where the murderer's mouth is talking again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, might, yeah. Know, are you aware of what you're saying? Oh, no, you're right, I'm not. I wasn't listening again. F- flipping murderer's mouth. <laughs> no, I won't amputate this woman. <laughs> I, I won't do that. So the supervisor says, Samuel, this is Shin. Samuel stands. Hello. And Shin says, Friend. Mr. Samael. I've decided she's Penny. She's Penny from Collider. Samael says, likewise, I'm sure. Is that how people greet each other? Friend. Friend, Mr. Samael. Or is this going to be a really yeah, I think, awful... I think it's a pigeon English character, right? English. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, she, do, she doesn't seem to have... Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have a lot of lines. I've only found three, but they're pretty fucking bad. The supervisor says... She's our latest puppet. Benny's been putting her through the mill. She's supposed to be Benny? a packer. Benny? <laughs> she's been in the bin with Benny. She's, she's been in Benny's bin. He's been putting her through the mill mm. in his bin. Oh, mixed metaphor. <laughs> Benny's been putting her through the mill. She's supposed to be a packer, but it turns out she knows driving. <sighs> Could be a standby busser or delivery. She could be a delivery if we want her to. Will you take her on the drug run later? Watch her. So that was a lot of words as well. Mm. Right? So, so she's a new she's a new puppet. What does that mean? She's our latest puppet. Uh, she works here. So employee. Yeah. All right. Benny's been putting her through the mill. That means he's been explaining things in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> right. How to hide from Officer Dibble and that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's supposed to be a packer. Mm-hmm. Like it's a factory, right? Yeah. So packing boxes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out she knows driving, so she could be a standby busser or delivery. Yeah, because I guess not many people can drive. So mm. busser would be someone who drives the buses? Yeah. And delivery driver would be a delivery driver, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Will you take her on the drug run later? Watch her. Okay, I understand now. Samuel says, sure, I'd be happy to. Hmm. Good. He exits. Supervisor supervisor exits. Bye, Jason Statham. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for doing a cameo. Hope you enjoy the eight million pounds it cost (laughs) to get you to do those four lines. He exits. Samael smiles at Shin, who smiles back cutely. Mm. Shin impersonating a car goes rum 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 <laughs> she is cute that's the end of that scene She's she cute. looks back cutely and goes rum rum yay Uncle Samuel <laughs> me butter now yay do I have to butter take drugs to people <laughs> So, Samuel has met Shin, who is a comedy racial stereotype. <laughs> no. And she is she is his new driver yeah. to deliver drugs that he makes, is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. She's going to cuz he can't drive. She's going to drive him to deliver his drugs. Cut to interior goods lorry late afternoon. Mm-hmm. The sun is setting. Ooh. The ride is bumpy in this petroleum-powered old beast. Shin drives and Samael directs. They drive over the Thames, not over Tower Bridge. No. (laughs) Thanks for telling us, oh, well, that only only leaves about eight other bridges Ah. they could possibly be using. Um, 
They drive over the Thames, and that's only... Obviously, there's a lot more. The Thames is a very long river. They drive over the Thames, mm. not over Tower Bridge, rather a more recent bridge Ooh. built across the Thames barrier. That's in my neighbourhood again. Mm. They reach very heavy security. Guards with guns thoroughly go over the van with bomb detectors. Ooh. So Samuel says... They're, they're inside the van talking to each other while, while it's being checked, I guess. So, do you want to know what we do here? And Shin says, drive Davan. That's what it says. That's what it says. <laughs> drive, drive Davan. Drive Davan. Samuel says, um, yeah, well done. And in the back of the van, we have some very fuck em up drugs. Mm. Not too, not too fuck em up, mind. <laughs> Else we'd sell less. Mm. But the poshies get very bored, see? They have everything they could possibly need, and so they want to forget. What? I don't know. But something about having a perfect life just isn't perfect enough for them. So what I do <laughs> is is make really long speeches. What I do is make some volume 11 brain bendy. <laughs> I, I mean, what I do, my job, is make volume 11 brain bendy. <laughs> I am a volume 11 brain bender. <laughs> and then, because I give them volume 11 brain bending, then, <laughs> then they forget. See, I'm the guy that helps them forget. The guards run print readers on Samael and Shin. And a guard says, OK, and they drive off. <laughs> Two exterior rear warehouse evening. Ooh. It is darker now. Of course, it's the evening. <laughs> I have observed how days work. <laughs> Samuel pauses for a while Bruh. and wipes the sweat from his brow as he gazes up at the city lights nearby. Mm. The job done, he returns to Lorry. The job, that was his job, was it? Wiping his brow and looking at lights. Right, wow. clocking off some now. People, some people got it easy, haven't they? You know, me, right, toiling in the yeah. in the biscuit shop. Biscuit mines. Yeah. Toiling in the biscuit mines. I don't know what people I don't know your world well enough to know what people do yet. Since I'm, I'm I was in a bit of a an improv yeah, cul-de-sac, but good. you helped me out. Yeah. Toiling in the biscuit mines, me, right? When you all you do go to get in a van with a racist stereotype, <laughs> right? Go across the river where all the nice where all the nice buildings are, you know. All the good restaurants, mm. wipe your brow, get paid. I'm yeah. in the biscuit mines 24 hours a day. Should have applied for the brow wiper job, shouldn't you? <laughs> Fucking hell. That was my opportunity as well. At school, we get asked, oh, got two choices biscuit mine, brow wiping. I thought, you see, I thought it was you had to wipe somebody else's brows. I don't want to do that, getting their sweat all over me. I didn't realise you just get to wipe your own brow all day. Yeah, I thought it said brown wiping. I thought it was a euphemism <laughs> for wiping other people's arseholes. <laughs> I like that, biscuit mine. Thank you very much. I might get some free biscuits. Lovely. Turns out, no, just driving around wiping your own brow. <laughs> Fucking easiest job in the world. <laughs> now, what is the job? The job done, that's the delivering drugs, is it? Is that what they did? Yeah, I guess. Oh, hang on. No, I've, I've, I've missed a scene. That's what I've done. Okay, <laughs> well, there you go then. That's far. why. All right. Cut to exterior rear warehouse dusk. Not far from the north bank of the Thames are a series of warehouses in an area which by happen chance, is called Silvertown. Ooh. <laughs> when it gets to dusk chance. now, but you don't want to be there after dark, because after dark, of course, those warehouses 
<laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> gonna turn into houses. I don't know. Oh, not... Yeah, I mean, a yeah. Were, it's a werewolf, right? Yeah. Turns into a wolf. Mm. So a warehouse. It would have to be a person who uh, full moon just becomes a house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> less dangerous. But I mean, I don't know. It depends what you what situation you're in. If you were like you know getting saucy with them, yeah, you were, they were, they were on, on top, top. <laughs> <laughs> then you might be in trouble. <laughs> Otherwise, probably fine. Yeah. Anyway, good use of the word happen chance there. Is that Thank normal in, in scripts in the, in <laughs> yes, the description? Yes, yes. happen chance. <laughs> the lorry is parked up and Samael helps the white workers unload stuff and carry it inside. Shin sits in the lorry. Thank goodness she's not saying anything. <laughs> Cut to exterior, rear warehouse, evening. It is darker now. Oh. Samael pauses for a while and wipes the sweat from his brow as he gazes up at the city lights nearby. The job done, he returns to Lorry and sees... I assume that's the Lorry, but it's got got a capital L, so I feel like that is a character. And they were definitely driving a van, right? (laughs) Or a bus. (laughs) All right. So who is is Lorry then? When did Lorraine arrive? Yeah. (laughs) Here's an interesting thing for you, right? A lot of um, uh, Chinese people... uh, Shin is Chinese, right? Is that right? I don't know. Uh, what Chinese people were they um, like kids? They learn English at school, and they're encouraged to choose an English name for themselves. Oh, yeah. And then when they come to this country to uh, study English, and like I often am their teacher, some like they want to use that English name. Mm. And from the point of view of like from my side, it feels super racist because I'm like, no, I, it's like well, I'm I'm doing my best to learn everyone's name, no matter how difficult it is for me, no matter what language it comes from, and then. Um, Chinese students come up and like my name's Alan. Yeah, my name's Alan. Yeah. yeah, and but the thing is, it's not so bad now. But when I first started teaching in the two thousands, mm-hmm. right, what seemed to have happened was a like what they must have had like lists of names. They must have like mm. when, when they were at school, they must have had lists of names. And for some reason, all the women's names were super old fashioned. Yeah. So I'd get these like twenty year old Chinese women who turn up and they're like, my name's Edna. <laughs> as is Ethel and and Barbara and it was just all these really odd names that were very unfashionable like our great grandparents kind of now they're all called Crystal are they no no they just seem a bit more like regular names now like they just like updated the lists so they're not like first world war names kind of thing you know Uh, so, but but this is this. If Laurie is short for Lorraine, I reached like a few months ago. I had a Taiwanese student mm-hmm. who wanted to be called Lorraine. So that is a name that uh, uh that the, basically what I'm saying is if Shin is Chinese, Laurie is probably Taiwanese. <laughs> well, it could just be the name of the van. The van's got a name as well. <laughs> Lorraine the van. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the future, so it's talking vans, isn't it? All right. So the job done. He returns to Laurie, mm-hmm. his van. And sees Shin is missing. He looks around. The whiteies are sat around smoking. They ignore him. So racist. He sees a gate is opened by the side of the warehouse and goes to investigate. Mm. Exterior side warehouse evening. He looks through and in the distance sees Shin making off. Samael says, "Mm, crud. (laughs) Crud. Crud. He looks back to check on the whiteies. They aren't looking. He considers, then, not wanting to, but feeling he must, he goes after her. <laughs> Cut to exterior stroke interior, the gold what? bar evening. Okay. That's like he's got one leg in and one leg out, right? That's what that means. He's doing the hokey cokey. 
I love the fact every time I, I love the fact that in the US it's called the hokey pokey. I think that's fucking hilarious, <laughs> right? Every time I hear someone say hokey pokey, that makes me laugh. That is so funny. I mean, hokey pokey is just some stupid noises, mm. but someone I don't know which one came first, but um, it doesn't matter because hokey pokey is a definite improvement because hokey pokey is two words that mean nothing. And it's like Americans went, no, it's funnier if one of those words is pokey. Mm. <laughs> Especially considering there's no poking involved, so that's a bit of a wild card as well. <laughs> Samael comes to the exterior of a bar stroke restaurant. It is golden inside. <laughs> because, <laughs> because this is a rich place. And Howard's, a, Howard's understanding... Of what rich bases are decorated like has not changed since he was like 13 and wrote The Mystery of the Golden Bus. It has got gold walls. Mm. That's right. But otherwise, it's like Butlins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is because it's, it's golden inside, lit up with fairy lights. You're Beautiful. so basic. <laughs> There are people in green jackets <laughs> leading the hokey pokey <laughs> doing a knobbly knees contest. Yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a gold knobbly knees contest <laughs> where the winner gets out of diamonds. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba no. Was writer in the world. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. Thank if you'd you. like more, then go to patreon.com slash manbycow where you can get just an enormous amount of stuff immediately for just $2. Just the great big back catalogue of years Brilliant. of entertainment. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye, Bye Milk. bye, Milk. He's a stupid, suck ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.